0: So today it's uh 24th July 9 am going through the Capital Commercial Trust uh, results ending sec uh, second quarter of 2020. Right now I'm looking at all the each page. The intention of just uh, writing down or jotting down this voice memo is to let myself refresh in this current uh, 2020, there's a COVID-19 that's uh, happening right now. Uh, Singapore is under a lockdown from uh, April to June. Thus, wanted to pay more attention to the results. But uh, it's kind of interesting that if I look at the gross rental re- uh, income, it only dropped by 2%. Thus, uh, it's very in conflict with what I th- think I would expect, but it did not so since the uh, the top line which is the gross rental income uh, is not impacted what i went to look at uh, next is uh, yes i will still look at each item between the first half and the first half of 2020 and first half of 2019 to check whether are there any abnormalities okay, so i looked through gross revenue it dropped by 2.2% interesting thing is that the property operating expense still remains the same with the biggest contribution from some other uh, operating expenses shown in note four mainly due to addition of Mac. So the question is hey, is Mac like a, you know like a property that's not really like uh, working efficiently because uh, new buildings should have a lower operating expenses unless it is uh, requiring a lot of resources to power just this one building. Uh, yeah I'm not sure if that's the norm with uh, Germany properties right so next thing Uh, net property income there was only a drop of uh, 4.5 percent which uh, i would expected it so i just continue to look down the rest of the items net income before share of results of joint ventures so that dropped uh, by 4.8 that's expected because since the top net property income already dropped by 4.5 right then at the bottom i think it will drop by another 4.8 that's where the next question uh, share of results net tax of joint ventures First half 2020 is negative 60 Whereas the first half of 2019 is a positive 50 The change, the REIT managers have put it as uh, a non-meaningful So I'll just continue to look down at the next items When I look at the net income, right Even though it has shrunk by almost 70% uh, I'll look into what resulted in the negative 60 for the share of results Bracket net of tax of joint ventures for the first half 2020 So I'll just scroll down to 0.9 Point 9 says that it relates to the CCT's share of results of RCS Trust, 60%, OGS LLP at 50%, GOT and GSRT 45% with details as follows. Revenue has dropped because now I understand the over-reliance on RCS Trust. So Point 9a states that decrease in gross revenue for first half 2020 from first half 2019 was largely attributed to RCS Trust due to lower occupancies, right? rental waivers, then revenue for OGS also include rental waivers of 0.2 million. It seems like CCT's uh, extra booster is really reliant on the hospitality. So that was a blind spot that I missed. I still need to come back, uh, stay back at 0.9. So you continue to look at the, all the other items. Uh, there's one thing that's very glaring. Uh, which is the net change in fair value of uh, investment properties so here comes to the same notion do I buy REITs for uh, the asset value or do I buy it based on its earnings or do I buy it based on its uh, dividends all these uh, net changes in, uh, in the value of investment properties has no bearing on the cash flow because in the end the cash flow is required for the REIT manager to declare the dividend, uh, actually is ninety five million, which resulted in a negative sixty as compared to first half two zero one nine, uh where it was a six million uh, increase in, six million increase in the uh, fair value of investment properties, then there was a net profit from joint ventures at fifty million for first half two zero one nine. So, this is the thing that I want, I, I would take note because now i'm looking at the whole results of first half 2020 are there any abnormalities normally in in the compute in my computation i will ignore this item right because uh i'm buying rich for his dividends for its cash flow if you are looking at the perhaps the net asset value uh definitely will be impacted lah this is kind of like, almost like a hundred million uh, reduction in the value however the buildings are still there Tasa. I never really use uh, net asset value to go and uh, value the REITs unless I intend to sell off my buildings. Then I look at the uh, distribution statement uh, where there is a net tax and other adjustments where there was a return of 178 million. But the thing that's also caught my attention is the almost 40% reduction in the uh, distribution from joint ventures, which included uh, contributions from uh, RCS Trust. I scroll down and look at point 0.15 so it relates to distributions from RCS trust OGS which is one George Street same thing lower contribution from RCS trust by 20 million right so this booster is really reliant on uh, uh, Raffle City the reduced contribution was also due to rental waivers of 6.5 million then there's a decline in gross turnover revenue from hotels lower office occupants occupancy car park income and also RCS Trust was retained uh, 7.5 million for tax distributed income. There was also another thing when I looked at uh, the balance sheets, whether is there an increase in cash? Uh, because since uh, we have now reduced the amount of uh, tax amount of distributions by right, it should be retained in the uh, in the com- in the whole group. That's when I look at the balance sheet, especially the cash and cash equivalent. there's uh, there was a drop of uh, 1 million. Which is not what I expected because since the group has retained cash, the cash and cash equivalent in the balance sheet should go up. Moving on to make sense of that, I'll go into the cash flow statement. One nice thing about, you know, the cash flow is that despite having a like you know having a net loss from joint ventures, but if you look at the net cash from operating activities, right, in fact it was four million higher than. Uh, first half 2019 because the uh, share of results of joint ventures it doesn't impact the cash flow but in the PL of the REIT it needs to account as I mentioned uh, cash flow is required to give you to give you dividends tasks uh, I always look at the cash flow statement to make sure that hey, at least uh, it is not fully impacted something else a little bit more interesting which is the compensation on uh, investment property uh, it is marked as note 1 in the cash flow statement I guess that was due to the yep, return of Boogie's village to the state So this item, I'll need to take it off So if from first half 2019, if I remove that 40 right The resultant uh, net cash from investing activities is back to 46 So that's an 8 million difference The 8 million difference, yes, is due to the reduce in distributions from joint ventures First half 2019 was 49 million Then uh, first half of 2020 is 42 million Okay, then I look at the rest. Mm, interest paid almost uh it reduced by two million, then the distribution, okay. Uh and the thing is that the interest of loans and borrowings and repayments of loans and borrowing it came in and came out. So it seems like uh the cash and cash equivalent at the end of the uh, first half two zero, it only increased by three million. Biggest lesson that I learned from here is uh the, the over-reliance on the hospitality so uh, as the whole journey just goes then uh, need to pay even more attention the key thing is when is the impact coming in I was expecting it to come in Q2 but it's not coming in unless there's one thing there wasn't much rental waivers uh, being given uh, to the the businesses that's basically what I wanted to record down or document down in this voice memo and if you're listening it on Spotify or uh, ITunes, or you're listening to SoundCloud uh, thank you very much for your time uh, rest well and stay healthy hey thanks for investing your time to tune in to this podcast I would really want to know if this podcast has brought you any value whether you listen to one podcast or 9,000 of them that I'll create in the future if you could take a moment and I know you're busy but I'm still asking And you don't have to do it, but it will mean a lot to me if you left a review of this podcast. Whether it's one star or five, that's irrelevant because what I'm looking forward to is an honest score and an honest couple sentences of why this podcast has brought you value. Thanks for your time.